This week, we welcome Carl Fortune to tell us about his Dakar first drive and his best road test stories. Brought to you by NineWorks.co.uk, the fastest growing online Porsche community supported by the NineWorks Marketplace. NineWorks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast hosted by Lee Sibley, Andy Brooks and Max Newman. NineWorks Radio is carefully produced with special input from experts around the industry and powered by our valued members of the NineWorks Driven Not Hidden Collective. Good evening, gents. Hello. Good day. Good day. Uh-huh. Good evening. There we go. So Ooh, there's the, uh, there's the a additional voice. voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a Scotsman in the room, and that it's a very cool room. We'll come on to the Scotsman in a minute, but the, <laughs> the room itself is very different to anywhere we've recorded before. It's a bit professional, isn't it? Yeah. We'd like to say shout out to the Strong Room. Yeah, the Strong Room Studios in uh, Parkstone. Yes. In Paul. It's a, it's a genuine former bank vault. It is, yeah, yeah, proper we, door and everything. Yeah, I think we you saw that as you came in. We, we came here with um, Hatton Garden esque ambitions, but uh, <laughs> I think we are going to leave empty-handed. But even better than any money that anybody could offer us in the world, uh, we've got lovely Kyle Fortune oh, instead. God, that's an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly, I'm going to have to. You've got a lot to live up to there. You yeah. promised us some good stories, Kyle. So <laughs> yeah. the pressure's all on you, my friend. Oh, okay, fair uh, enough. Thanks for joining us on Nineworks Radio today, mate. We appreciate that. You've been yeah. on previously, of course, so you're kind of... Um, a yeah, couple of times now. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been over the phone and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, no, it's nice to see you guys in person and be in this really cool facility. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool it's, studios, it, it isn't it? It almost feels professional now. So, <laughs> yes, thank you to our patrons. Uh, we should say Driven Not Hidden Collective. Absolutely. I, sh- I might edit that them. out. I might edit that out. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's time. Yeah. That no word more. should, you know, we should not use the Patreon. Yeah. I'll use it again. No it's more like, P word. No more, no more P, P words. words. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a bit difficult for a P car. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Kyle, you're, you're part of the Driven Not Hidden Collective. So I am, yes. yes. Oh, that's we right. appreciate your support. Yes, thank you. No worries. Of all things, Nine Works. Uh, it definitely helped with getting you on today <laughs> with the sway. But no, as I said, it's, it's great to have you here. We are going to be talking quite a lot today about road tests, the art of road tests. Mm, and uh, I mean, you've had a pretty, pretty cool one recently with the dakar yeah just uh, just over the weekend yeah i was um, driving the new 911 dakar which you if you want to have a look at uh, me chatting in front of a camera you can have a look on nine works tv which i'm sure you're all aware of um yeah and so i was out there in uh, near zelamzi which is yeah. um the home of porsche ultimately you know the, the porsche family's uh, houses over there so we went to we actually went to fa porsche design as well which was a part of the trip as well but yeah um we drove the Dakar on snow and ice. I think most of the thing you'll have probably seen on social media is a lot of people driving it in the desert for obvious reasons. Yes. But um, there was a separate ice driving event. And we also drove it on the on the road as well. Um, so, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was good fun. I mean, anybody that's ever driven on ice will tell you it's probably about as much fun as you can have in a car. It really yeah. is an yeah. absolute hoot. I know, I know Lee's done it. You've done Below Zero, is it? I with did, t- yeah. Below Zero Tuttles, Tuttles, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, 911's on ice. I've been lucky enough to drive them a few times. But <clears throat> the Dakar was... Yeah, really cool thing. You know, it's it's one of those cars that's been quite, I think, divisive in the in the world. You know, in our world of you know Porsche enthusiasts, people's a lot, a lot of people have questioned it. A lot of people think they hate it, don't they? 
Yeah, I think I think there are a lot of people who, who yeah, or not I'll, probably not hate. It's probably a bit strong, but a bit nonplussed about it. Yeah, I think some people get a bit cynical about sort of special editions or or, or Porsche's quite clever use of the nine eleven and sort of exploring different niches. Yeah, but you know that, that that car has got some historical relevance. You know, there is you know there's a there's a reason why that car can exist in Porsche's lineup. They they have rallied at Dakar. They've you know done safari. You know, there's you you go into the museum. There's as many lifted. 911s that have rallied and, and won right, rallies, yeah. so there, there's it's a it's a credible car in their lineup. It's not just shameless marketeering, you know. And and they're in the business of making cars, you know. And why not why not look at their history and exploit it? And you know they're only making two and a half thousand of these things. And you know I've driven it, and I I'm very convinced. You know it's a, it's a cool thing. <laughs> it's interesting actually, isn't it? Because I remember Lee when it first came out, you were like, they're never going to sell those. I, and they've gone. They? Yeah, Apparently. I did. I did wonder. I think to clarify the point, I said they could Porsche could struggle selling the British allocation because realistically, okay. where in this country can you use that car as it was intended in, in the states or Dubai? No problem. Yeah, Crack on. Yeah. Got the environment. Got the terrain to do it. But here, I think, yeah, like you okay. say, where, right. yeah, yeah, you know, unless, unless, you, unless you own some sort of, you know, great big manor in. Berkshire and you know, <laughs> there's plenty of those about <laughs> you've got a five minute drive to the post box at the end of your lane then yeah. fair enough but um yeah otherwise I, I, I struggle yeah, it'd be to interesting to see then UK yeah. allocation whether that's all sold yeah. I think it's quite a cool uh, uh, the thing is people all pick up on that it's an off-road 911 but you just need to go into any city centre to see how many Range Rovers and mm. Defenders are driving around. the virtues of those cars are they're taller they've got bigger wheels you know, they've got rubber strips on them and stuff like that. I, I think actually it's probably the ultimate urban 911. Yeah. It'll ride over speed pumps. It's easier to get in and out. Well, the bucket seats don't help, but it's high, that little bit higher. You can get in and out of it a bit easier. You're a little bit higher in the traffic. You know, you don't feel like, you know, you're looking at wheel yeah, hub nuts. I mean, it's, it's not a huge difference height-wise, but it's enough that when I drove on the road, it certainly felt that little bit higher, but you didn't lose necessarily any of the sort of sport and drive. Mm. And things like you know the, the the plastic overarches on the on the on the, around the the wheel arches and things like that. You know they're just going to stop those urban knocks. Bump friendly. And, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, genuinely yeah. quite a. You sort of think of it like that, and it's like actually makes a lot of sense. And you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm a Scotsman. I'd quite happily go and drive it up around the mountains in Scotland. Oh, and, yeah. You know, there's lots of places you can take cars off road, and it is actually a really capable off roader. You know, they've they've. And typically, Porsche's style, it isn't just a, a marketing thing. They have actually engineered it. They spent years developing it. Yeah. You know, they, they, they thought about it back with a 991. Mm. And, and and it got so far down the development, but they decided, that, well, the management weren't particularly keen. But as with often a lot of these cars, management say no and no and no, and they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and the engineers eventually get their way. And I think, you know, the, the two and a half thousand is a bit of a toe in the water but I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if it's a success if it's not something that they continue as a yeah. you know as another yeah, yeah. string to the bow you know it's I was seeing it as another trim level within yeah you know, I'd, I'd, there'd be a, a Carrera Dakar T Dakar yeah I mean I did I did ask like, that yeah. question you know I, I, and, and they, they were a bit of they were a bit sort of reluctant to sort of go into any yeah, but I don't I don't see why it couldn't be Mm-hmm. You know, and again, an even higher model. You, know, you mm, could do a, a yeah. proper turbo derivative, which I think would be mega. I mean, yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> and I could see a real market for that in places like you know America, where people, you know, I've been June driving in the states on, and 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 off roaders, and I could see people doing that in yeah. a turbo, or, or you know, obviously do it in this one, but but a, a higher power version or 
or similarly a slightly sort of lesser spec yeah more authentic you know i'm going to go out into the wilderness just want something simple camp off the roof you know the whole lifestyle thing and, and you know why not you know yeah they're in the business of making cars yeah yeah you know i i agree and, and again i think in other countries there's a there's a genuine lifestyle need where the car can fulfill a lot of those kind of swiss army knife purposes if you like yeah i think here I, i'm looking forward to seeing a rothmans or rough roads livery yeah. dakar with the roof rack parked outside a townhouse in mayfair yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's perhaps like the more likely sort of home but um yeah, I must admit, I mean, seeing seeing the cars in the metal and actually driving them, the liveries are, there's, there's always a story I go back to, which I was told by one of the guys at Top Gear. Remember when the, the first Ford ST came out, that orange, and it, yeah. it was everywhere. Yeah. And and the guys at Top Gear titled it Regret Orange, because it's one of those those, those <laughs> colours that you think, oh, it's brilliant. And then afterwards you go, oh, oh. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I sort of think that with the livery packs, yeah. I sort of think, get a nice colour, nice spec, and if you want to stick it up, do it yourself yes yeah and then it's changed and then you can peel it off you know don't make it part of the specifications so when you come to you know if you if you do sell it on it's like oh it's got to have the pack still on it yeah you know yeah i just think you know i, I do think that non-competition cars with liveries look a bit yeah. pony to be honest yeah, with you yeah. and, and I, I and i did think that i mean I, the car i drove had the rough roads livery on it because that was the car i was given yeah but the cars without it did look better they looked really yeah. cool actually there's, I really quite, liked them. there's some nice little sort of um pastely type yeah, there was a sort of pastely greeny sort of colour, yeah. um, which I'll, 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 I've got a couple of pictures of it on my phone, which I'll give you guys, and you can have a, you can pop it on the, yeah. on the socials and have a look at it. But it, that, that was the one everyone's like, oh, that looks mega, especially with all the contrasting black plastic mm. and stuff like yeah. that. It looked really cool. Mm. That was the colour in the press shots. Yeah, some of the, yeah, 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 that looked cool. I like that a lot. Mm. Yeah. Well, as Kyle, as you pointed out, you kindly did a video for us on, yep. on YouTube on Nineworks TV. Yeah, it was good. You very kindly did a little extra for us as well, which was a drive with Walter Roll. And we're actually making that available to some of our Driven Not Hidden collective. Yes. Uh, Privateer and above. Privateer and above. So I think it's at this point, Andy, we should probably explain a little bit more about the Driven Not Hidden collective, which is now official. Okay, yes, yeah, it. we were lots of surmising about it before, weren't we? Yes, yeah. yes, mainly because we didn't have a clue ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. We were just making, ironing out the details. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But yes, we, we, we can like officially say that is launched now. So as Andy's pointed out at the, uh, the episode we did at Heritage Park Centre, the numbers for what was our Patreon uh, lineup, like, yeah. that, that had grown to a point where we were saying we'd quite like to give something back now. And yeah. so I, I would say it's quite naturally blossomed into this Driven Not Hidden collective. Yeah, absolutely. I think well, it started off, didn't it, just as really to cover costs of hosting hosting the, the podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of outdone that in recent times. So we felt it was it was time to formalise it all and actually give people, you know, a formalised benefits rather than it just well we we have given lots back actually over the last couple of years we've yeah, done quite so. a few little freebie things calendars and t-shirts and stuff like that so yeah but it's nice to to formalize it and uh, so that people can understand what they get rather than it being a just a given hope yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> given hope i like it so it's probably worth at this point maybe just running down as to the different levels just very quickly yeah to say we've got four Four different levels that come with different rewards. Yeah, so we've got four levels. We've got the rookie driver, uh, privateer driver, works driver, and the hero driver. Ooh, so that's a new one, isn't it? It is a new one, yeah. Um, at the top, I guess you'd call it. Um, and different benefits as you go further up the up the tree. Yeah, and, th and that comes 
from the full arsenal of what we offer at Nineworks. So it's not just the podcast, but yeah. absolutely everything. So yes, go and check it out if you'd like to join in the fun. It's patreon.com slash Nineworks. Um, and yeah, for starters, you can see that lovely video of Kyle with Walter Roll, no less. <laughs> yeah, you, how was you, that? You told me actually, yeah, like away from the mics, that Walter has a Dakar on order. Yes. And uh, he reasoned that the height thing, it was easier for his wife to get in and out of. Yeah, that mean, well, Walter's an off-road guy. He's a rallyist. Yeah. We all yeah. know that. Um, an incredible race driver as well. But um, he's got quite a collection of Porsches, as, as we all know. But he said that, because uh, I always ask, every every time you know I meet him and we're on a launch, so are you getting one? And 99% of the time, the answer is yes. But he specifically said with this one, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting one. My, my wife likes the idea of it because it's just that little bit higher, you know, to get in and out of, yeah. which, you know, makes sense. You know, they're The deal maker, I would absolutely, say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's it probably... Past the boss. It'll probably, exactly. We were, <laughs> as we were alluding to earlier on, you know, you've got to know who's the boss. So, yeah, and I'm sure it's the same with Walter. So, uh, no, he's got one on order and, uh, yeah, he'll be getting that in, at some point. In terms of the seats, is there an option to have it with normal seats or do you have to have buckets? I, do you know what? I need to check that. I mean, it's what I, I, all the cars I was in were in buckets. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, I love the bucket. I would always have a bucket, mm. but I can understand why people don't like them. Um, I'll need, I would need to check that. It's, um, I, like I say, all the cars respect with it. Yeah. And, and part of the, the thing with it is they've tried to pull out as much weight as possible because yeah. obviously yeah. they put a lot of weight in. Yeah. And the buckets are light. Yes. I'm sure, I'm yeah, sure yeah. Like it's like it's like with anything. I'm sure I'm sure you could do it, but it, it'd be interesting. I don't know what the homologation is mm. because mm. I know things with seats and all that sort of thing with seatbelt heights and, and and car height. There's all sorts of homologation stuff. That, yeah, yeah. That that is that's all the stuff that the guys at Porsche will tell you. There's the difficult stuff, and that lots of us don't understand. I don't necessarily understand it to its full extent, but you know, it can sometimes they can sometimes dictate if you're making a series of cars, they have to have a specific seat. Yes. For, yeah. for various reasons, whether it's seatbelt heights or, or anchor points and all sorts of stuff inside. So I'd, I'll check and get yeah. back to you on that one. But yeah, as far as I know, it's buckets only, but yeah, I suppose on the basis, as you said in the video, because the um, gubbins for the ride height adjuster, you know, encroaches into where the yeah, well, I mean, rear seats would be. Maybe yeah. they would have they'd said, let's homologate it as a two seat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, there's, there's absolutely no option for yeah. two seats. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, sort of for two seats in the rear. Sorry. It's, it's a strict yeah. Yeah. one plus one. So. Mm. Yeah. So were you there to drive the Dakar and the, you would have by luck been in the location for the ice race or had you gone over for GP ice race so and the Dakar was a Billy GP Bates? ice race was, was part of the event. Okay. It was, you know, it's part of the, it was part of the original program. Yeah. Um, and, when I saw via the socials that GPS race wasn't happening, I was, oh. there was a bit of a gulp moment because yeah. I was like, well, does that mean that Dakar is not happening? Because it was all going to be centered around that event. Yeah. And it makes huge sense to yeah. have done so. Yeah. Um, but to their credit, it was a case of, well, you know, we've got invites out for people to drive these cars. I had clients wanting words on it. You know, I promised people videos and all sorts. So um, I was very pleased when, when the guys at Porsche said, no, it's still happening, but it's a different program. We were supposed to be there all weekend. I should have been there Saturday and coming back Sunday, but we ended up coming back um, on the Saturday. Um, but as it transpired, I mean, we did the, the sort of classic, you know, the classic car launch type thing. We had our cable car ride up to a mountain you know, ski, ski, uh, eatery. And, uh, we, we had a, a meal in the restaurant up there and well, it was there as is always the case in these things. And certainly with Porsche events, they, they, they invite along, you know, lots of people who I find re really useful to speak to for my articles, interviews and whatnot. But oh, that's good. Um, so, you know, Walter was there, George Mar 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 Bergmeister, um, 
his name, his name escapes me. Um, Joe Kime, who's the, the 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 Dakar expert, the product manager who who put that one through. Um, the new boss. Um, Oh God, Frank Moser. Frank Moser. That's a oh, terrible with names. I've got them all written down. <laughs> uh, Frank Moser interviewed him. He's you know the new uh, head of. He's basically the replacement for Frank Valliser. As head of uh, the 11 and Boxster. Yeah, lines. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you know th- those those people are all to hand, but also on our table who's um, was Ferdy Porsche. Um, oh wow! So Ferdy, I luckily met previously out in um, in Malibu when I was over in, on a, on a trip over there that I did a couple of years ago. And he, it's his, the GPI race is his yeah. event, but he was there and we were, we, you know, we sat and chatted and, 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 and I, I was suggesting some potential stories to him and we were mm-hmm. just shooting, shooting the breeze as you do with these guys. And he's a, he's a cool guy. Um, but he just sort of mentioned that, you know, because the GPI race wasn't happening, there was a bit of a, a sort of just a meet in town, you know, cause we were just going to hang around at the hotel yeah. until our flight. But, um, he said there was a sort of cars and coffee in town that was sort of, you know, a bunch of guys that who had initially been coming over for the GPI's race. Um, so we just went into town. I was told, you know, Andrew Poininger was turning up and all this sort of stuff. So I sent him a note and, you know, it just, it was lovely. It was really nice and got to meet some, you know, I met the, um, the owner of, uh, the recently built Tuttle 911K. He was there. So I got to oh, yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, there was just some, just some really cool people, you know, just all Porsche people, you know, and, 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 you know, turned up and, all sorts of things, you know. Everything that turned up was really cool. There was lots. There was lots of lifted nine elevens, as you can imagine, yeah. and just a cool bunch of people just sitting around having a coffee. And then, you know, we had to sort of cut it pretty short and rush off to the airport. But it was, it was just one of those nice events that, I mean, you 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 all do it. You know, you all go to Porsche car events. Yeah, you just meet cool people. You yeah. know, you just spend time in like minded sort of company, and it's good fun. So yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a really good trip. Thoroughly enjoyed Fantastic. it. Fantastic. You know, really great. That's yeah. We also we we popped into FA Studio Porsche for Porsche design, um, and uh, we were given a bit of a tour around there and sort of showing what they do, you mm-hmm. know. So like you know, like we'll all have seen the kettles and all those yeah, sort of things yeah. like, and 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 it, you know, it was quite interesting getting a sort of thing. You know, we went to you know, we sat in Ferry's office, you know, oh, literally cool. walked into his office, looked at his car collection. Yeah. I have got photos, but. I'm, they're not really for publication, you know, it's not yeah, something yeah. I can put out in the socials, but um, I, I will be writing an article about it at some point and I will get some official photography to, to back it up. Oh, so. I love it, Carl. You can see it, but it'll cost you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I say official, it'll be from Porsche, so it won't yeah. cost anything. Yeah. <laughs> <The words will>. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it was, um, no, it was cool. It, it was awesome. And actually the, the, where the cable car, um, took us up the hill for, for dinner the night before in the morning when we were in studio FA Porsche, you can see, the bottom of the cable car, but you can also see the the big um, house that's right beside it, and that is the Porsche family house. Oh, wow. And there's a little crypt beside it, and that's where the family are, you know, buried in, the, in yeah. that crypt. So it's it, it and and Ferry's desk. If you sit in a seat, you can, and I didn't, I wasn't that disrespectful, but if you were to sit in a seat, you can look out the window and you can see his house oh. through the window. It's it's a really sort of cool. It just you know, it's the the heart of the company. This yeah. is the the very beginning of the company, and it's it was cool to see it, you know. That was very yeah. cool. Very, what a very great cool. trip. Yeah. Like yeah. Megan. Like yeah. Megan. Yeah, yeah. Really cool trip. Fantastic. And, and just, just going back to Walter, um, I mean, it's a great privilege to passenger, isn't it, with, with someone yeah. someone fast, and then there's someone fast, and there's someone like yeah. Walter. Yeah. So when, when, when you're in that moment, I know you've done it before, what do you try and take in? You, do you try and pick up tips? Do you watch his feet? Do you just enjoy it? I mean, what do you, what's it like? 
I, I, as you probably see, if, if, if you have a look at the video, I, just, I typically just go into a bit of a sort of stunned silence. I don't want to interrupt him because he's obviously busy. But I have I've been in the car with him many times and on snow and ice and round circuits and and, and in all sorts of nine elevens and and he's got so much spare capacity he can speak to you. You know yeah. he will he have a full conversation with you while he's doing one hundred and fifty <laughs> mile an hour sideways through carousel or something like that. Yeah. He's that talented and that's the thing that's shocking. And I think if you watch it, I don't know I've not seen the edit that that, that Lee's done, but um. I, I, there's just a moment where I just sort of say, I'm just going to be quiet and let you watch <laughs> Walter do what Walter does. Yeah. And and I'm always surprised. I mean, I've sat beside lots of drivers doing what I do, you know, whether it's colleagues or like professionals or rally drivers and all sorts. But Walter's one of those guys, and there's very few of them that I've sat beside who just sort of operate on a completely different plane. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can get in and you can sort of understand what they're doing. But with Walter, you sort of get in and he, he's just, it's weird because... You know, ostensibly, you're sitting next to an old man. Yeah, old is he? He's don't You don't discuss age for, for no. legends like that. He's he, he's certainly up there. Yeah. Um, but he's he's just like, you know, he's, he's very quiet and unassuming. And, mm. and as Lee mentioned when we were chatting earlier, uh, before we, we came into the studio, one of the things I was told, and, it, I, I, and this was many few years ago on the, the, the 991 Gen 2 RS, launch was it was up in finland at camp four and um they, they did some laps in that and that was some, somebody mentioned about walter doing this thing with his, with his watch and he times himself every time he goes out it doesn't matter what he's doing he always times himself and i was there um recently well over the weekend and, and i got got in the car with him and he'd been out and studied tires and he got in a car with me that didn't have studied tires it was just winters yeah and as soon as we got in, you could see him. As we were pulling into the track, he, he clicked his little <laughs> stopwatch on. And we went round, and and I know he does this, so it's a thing. And I said to him at the end, I said, "So what? What was the difference?" He was like seven seconds. So he's, <laughs> it just matters to him. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's that precise. So like, you know, even if he's at an event and he's doing it, probably you know, over the course of three or four days or however long it might be, he might do it fifty, hundred times. He will time every one, just so he just because he understands yeah. what makes the difference. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. And he's a lovely guy to chat to. He's just, he's just a really nice bloke, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you just sort of think, and it's funny because when he pulled away from the, the ice driving place, he was in a Panamera and you, and you just sort of, you know, anybody who doesn't know who he is would just sort of assume it's just an old man driving it yeah. down to the <laughs> shops. But he's in, like, you know, he's this, you know, rallying and racing God. God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and like uber hands, you know, he's just, yeah. A, yeah. It's, it's, it's really humbling to watch because, you know, anybody that does what I do or, 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 you know, anybody who loves cars, everybody thinks they can drive. And you get in with him and you're like, no, I'm, I'm nowhere near that. And I never yeah. will be, you know, that's different level stuff. Special, and it's, what a privilege. Oh, it is very much so. I'm very lucky to, to do that. It's, it is one of those, every time you do it, it's like, you, you get, you, I've, I've seen it, you know, we're calling, oh, I've done it before. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I will always get in because yeah. it, it never gets old. Yeah. 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 It never That's gets amazing. old. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Is he super smooth? I imagine Just that. unbelievably so. Yeah. It's, it's like watching somebody drive in slow motion. Yeah. And yet you're looking at the windscreen, watching the scenery coming towards you at ludicrous pace. <laughs> How much faster does he, do you think he was doing it than you? Yeah, oh, 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 it's just night and day. <laughs> I mean, I can drive a car quickly. Yeah, right? you know, I'm not, I, I certainly won't deny that. And you know, around a circuit, I can be pretty quick. But he would be, 
you know, tens of seconds quicker than me, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. easily tens yeah. of seconds. And I'm talking around a short circuit, yes, not, nothing yeah, yeah, is yeah. long. I mean, I, 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 again, Chantilly earlier on today, we, we've been out and um, driving cars today. Um, I, I Talking about Walter, and I, so I, I went around the, the Nürburgring. I did um, uh, Porsche's Excellence training in a, yeah. in a Carrera 991 Gen 1 um, when that was launched. And we they had a 997 GT2 RS, and I went around for a lap with him in the passenger seat then. Yeah. There is a video of it somewhere, and if I can find it, I'll, I'll give it to you guys, and you can we, you can broadcast it or put it. Um, but it was unbelievable. Like I think he did about, it was about an 810 or something like that. And and that was on a public day with yeah. traffic, with a lot of ballast, <laughs> and having me yammering away to him. And you know, it was just this, this really sort of weird sort of, you know, he was just chatting. And like you know, I'd see a car in front of me, and I'm just sitting there going, "Oh, where's which side's he going to go?" Where, where we gonna go? And he would just go past it, and he would just sort of lift his hand up in a little sort of <laughs> acknowledgement, and just you know, he'd be driving it on one. Oh, it's, yeah. it that was properly like. I imagine he's quite a fingertip almost. Yeah, just driver. like just. Yeah. You, you can see in the in the video, and again, it's the, the one that we've shared with members of the collective. He is he is quick but controlled because oh. again, you know, we're off yeah. road. It's it's ice. There's a couple of jumps in there yeah. as well, and and, he, and he's busy. Yeah, and and there's a there's a moment as well because there's two cameras. One is kind of over both of your shoulders, mm. and um, you can see the car gets sideways, and he starts like looking across you and out the side window where it's going. And it reminded me of his famous quote of, "Is it like real drivers get flies on the side windows <laughs> yeah, or something?" Yeah, yeah. I thought, well, there yeah. you go. If it wasn't so icy and cold, yeah. there'd be your moment. But um, yeah, again, like quick at the wheel, but you can tell like control precise. Yeah, it, it's it, all means know, something. Yeah. Yeah, there's no yeah. flailing at the wheel. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's a joy to a joy to see, yeah. and, and particularly to be in the car at the time. Oh, it's mega! Know? Yeah, like I say, it never gets old. Yeah, it really yeah. doesn't. There, there was something I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but at Laguna Seca, it was their 2015 Rensport reunion. The 991.2 was being launched there for the states, and they were doing for journalists these passenger laps, and they didn't tell you who it was with. Mm. So you're basically in this queue. The car would shoot out. It was a lava orange 991.2 Carrera, and it'd do a lap, come in. Jano out, next one in, go, yeah. go, go, go. So this thing came in, opened the door, and, uh, and I've jumped in. No one told me who was driving, and the guy just went, hi, I'm Hurley. And I was ah. like, That's Hurley Hayward. <laughs> That's Hurley Hayward. And, I mean, I, I, was, I filmed this, and the entire lap of Laguna Seca, I'm just staring at Hurley Hayward, <laughs> being like, oh, my God, like, he's won everything, Stacey. Yeah, Any yeah, race, yeah. he's won it. And um, I remember I jumped out, and there was a, a guy waiting to go, a journalist. He said, oh, what did it look like from the top of the corkscrew? said it just looked like Hurley Hayward to me. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't pay attention to what was going on. And again, like that kind of level of driver, so, so, so quick. I couldn't drive that fast in my dreams, but he was so smooth. Yeah. 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 And it's just different to us, us guys, you know, us. Uh, Mere mortals. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that. You know, it's, yeah, very, very, very cool to see. And um, it's just an honour to kind of share a car with someone yeah. like that, you know. So, yeah, very cool, Kyle. Very cool. Amazing. Indeed. So, just... Going back to the Dakar for a moment, so you drove the Dakar on the road on, yep. on winter tyres. Yeah. What does it go down the road like? Because when we were, when the launch came out, we were talking about we were wondering what wheel travel it was going to have, yeah. whether the how the body would move, what they'd engineer. Clearly, they could engineer all sorts of things into it and out of it. We wondered how they'd signed it off. It's it's funny because and and, and it, having having driven it back to to base and not had a chance to then subsequently speak to the engineers again, so I sort of drove it. You know, I didn't have the chance to ask them the question because I was I was really surprised at how regular Carrera it drove. Okay, 
and actually one of the things that uh, again chatting to Lee earlier on it was like you know I was also surprised at the lack of road noise because 911s traditionally have a, a noisy yeah. front axle yeah um and I don't know what it is with within the suspension, whether it's also, I mean, it was on winter, so it's going to be a softer compound tyre. Um, and, and and also just the fact it's it's running higher suspension and there's a lot more of it, whether or not that's helped take out some of the... Yeah, sort, sort of, of dampening effect. That, that damp, yeah, that, yeah. And, and I was astonished at how quiet it was. And in terms of how it drives, I mean, I wasn't driving it particularly hard on the road because it was a sort of drive back from the ice thing, yeah. you know, to, and, and it was, you know, sort of pretty pretty grotty roads but it felt you know ostensibly just like a 911 carrera you know just a, okay. a pretty stand you know obviously feeling a little bit higher and and actually i was writing it for for one of my outlets this, um, last night and it, and, and i there, there's a little part of me that's a little bit disappointed that it's not a bit more like a trophy truck yeah, 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 yeah. That, that it's not sort of a bit wallowy and soft that's what i wish sort of for. Managing that's what you were saying wasn't yeah. it andy at the launch yeah. what a, a, a trophy truck like would it be yeah yeah, yeah i know, get that the um aerial atom yeah, what's no, the Nomad? The Nomad, nomad yeah. yeah. I've driven I mean, one of those. That's oh, yeah, I bonkers. Mean, that yeah. looks fantastic because it has got that. Yeah, and I, I, I do sort of because it's so well. The, the, the Porsche is so brilliant at you know creating cars that just do everything very yeah. well. Yeah, uh, and and I just know that they could have they could have engineered that and they could have had it sort of moving around and stuff. Yeah. But I just don't think they could bring it to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, the yeah. chassis guys go, no, 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 make no, it no, better. Yeah. We, can, we can make it better. <laughs> yeah. I almost sort of would say pull it back a bit because I quite like I quite like yeah. the idea of it dipping and yeah. you know I'd, I'd like a button for trophy mate yeah 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 it would be cool and I'm sure it's possible yeah. I'm sure it's not impossible yeah. it'd be, it would be quite cool for it to really sort of you know yeah really rear up when back you, and, yeah yeah and, and 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 to be able to sort of you know chuck it into a corner and sort of feel it really sort of, yeah I mean that that um that takes me straight back to being in the nine five nine when I've been in the passenger seat mm. and that almost feels like it does that when you you know full acceleration it feels like it huckers down and it kind of launches itself down the road and i kind of feel that's what a trophy truck would be like yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah, I, yeah quite like the yeah, trophy truck yeah it's, it's quite but, characterful and it that's becomes quite endearing as yeah, part of the car it does yeah, yeah. without a doubt yeah mm. yeah, yeah mr trick there or maybe there's a Maybe well, I, I, extra. I think I think we discussed it previously. I think over social media, I, I quite like the idea of it, the Dakar being a manual and having a yes. massive hydraulic handbrake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a proper, like just a proper hoonmobile, just yeah. something to really mess around with. <laughs> yeah, cars and coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Not, you know what I mean? But um, I mean, it, it is huge fun. I really enjoyed it. It was cool. Yeah. But like, like I say in the video, driving anything on snow and ice is is good fun. But it, it's just, I just, I just think it's a cool thing. I mean, like I say, it's got historical significance or relevance, um, and it kind of just shows the side of the Porsche that they're just not taking themselves that seriously, you know. It's, but but creating a proper product at the same time, yeah. you know. Yeah. Cool thing. So, is it something that you like enough moving into our fantasy realms that we chat about? I know you've got a real thing for 996 GT3 RS. You know, I know that 991 Carrera T is a modern 911 yeah. you really like. Is, is a Dakar something you think, I'd, I'd have a Dakar. I'd have I'd a put Dakar. It next to a yeah. 996 RS in my garage, and that would be a great little pair. Yeah, yeah no, I would have a Dakar, yeah, definitely. I would definitely have one, pretty much over everything else in the current 992 yeah. range. Wow. Ooh, yeah, well, I really strong. liked it. I yeah. thought it was a cool car, really yeah. liked it. It drove well, does everything I wanted to do. I mean, I I like alpine sports. I like skiing and stuff. I just love the idea of putting a, a roof rack on yeah. it and going skiing. It'd just be yeah. cool. 
It was mm. proper Alpine car, I just think. And actually, yeah. w- which was, which is why the, the snow and ice thing really appealed to me, because it's like, that's me. Like, I'm, I'm not a desert person, I'm Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> second I, I open the door, I'd be bright red and like, my skin would be peeling off. So, you know, I'm much better in the snow. <laughs> Brilliant. Cracking, absolutely cracking. So that, that's the, the latest launch, Carl, that you've done. Yeah. Uh, I think it's worth, for the ladies and gentlemen listening who perhaps haven't heard you on the podcast before, just outlining how long you've been in, in the industry. Been Good lord, I've been, been around a while, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the old guard now. <laughs> uh, 20, what are we now? Yeah, 20, almost 24 years. Nice, so you're settling in. Yeah, settling in. Yeah, just yeah. get just finding my feet. Yeah, so <laughs> I've yeah, I've been around the block, and I and and you know, when I first started, I'd, I'd go on all car launches, like, you know, from everything from you know, fiestas all the way up to well, not not Ferraris for until later in my career because you know, there is a bit of a natural progression that you, you get you build up to that sort yeah, of stuff but yeah no, ascension yeah yeah and rightfully so you know um so yeah no, but yeah no it's 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 been good fun and, and i still thoroughly enjoy it i still pinch myself you know i'm very lucky to do something that's you know enjoyable i love writing max and i always talk about writing don't we? yeah, yeah. So i really genuinely enjoy the, the art of sitting down and creating something and trying to write it in such a way that it's going to not only inform but entertain and add something to the the you know the sort of pool of knowledge as well you know wh- wh- whether that's a road test whether it's an interview whether it, you know whatever it is I always want to to bring something else out that perhaps somebody else nobody else has has read before or yeah or or heard before can that be because we we do want to deep dive into road tests mm. today because a lot of people listening to this might have an idea of perhaps what goes on mm. and, and we can kind of let people down gently from this point <laughs> but but you. Because a lot of what I've done historically has been uh, road tests that I've perhaps created myself. I've only done a couple of manufacturer launches. Mm. You've definitely got a foot in either camp. Mm. So it'd be nice to just look at launches. And, and I mean, there is, it's a nice place to be and, you know, you get to go to some really cool places. But uh, there is an efficiency to it. You know, it's not a holiday, oh, yeah. for example. Oh, God, no. I mean... It always, you know, one time I was abroad once a week, typically just getting, driving to an airport, jumping a plane and, and people would ask me, where, where, where are you? Where are you going this week? Are you away this week? And I'd say just abroad because it just didn't. <laughs> ma- it, 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 and it sounds ridiculous to say that, but it just didn't matter. I would know which airport I was flying to and where I was ending up was incidental. I'd know what car I was driving. I mean, sometimes if you were going to Portugal to go and drive around Estoril, you would kind of know a big bit. But then if you're going to do that, you'd know it would be the 911 Turbo launch or, yeah. or something like that. You know, it would be something of, of, of a magnitude that requires a circuit. And, and, and those are the sort of ones that you get really excited about. Um, and when you go out on them, yeah, you like you say it is, you know, they used to run. I mean, and they still do these events. I mean, I don't go on them so often. I tend to specialize more on mm. high end or, or, or early access sort of events. Um. But, you know, they'll run for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. And there's this poor staff, you know, you know, Groundhog Day, you know, yeah. it's like a whole bunch of journalists get dropped on in them and they've got to sort of be, you know, fed and watered and then put in the cars and all that sort of thing. And you arrive and, and they'll have a pre-described route that you go and take, whether you choose to follow that route. Typically, as a courtesy to your host, you do, because quite often you might have to swap into a different derivative of a car, you know, halfway around so you can try a different engine. You know, if you're driving a new Ford Focus, for example, you want to drive as many of the range as possible. Yeah. If you're driving, even actually, you know, these days, you know, you go on a, a Carrera launch, you know, you're going to, you'll want to drive a PDK, you want to drive a cab, you want to drive a two, four, you know, manual, you know, yeah. there's so many, or one with, you know, 
PSL, you know, whatever, you know, some of the options that they'll have. And they'll normally be quite highly spec. So there'll always be one sort of car on the thing that you're like, that's the one I want to drive because mm. it's not got that and it's not got that. So you've got to sort of, you know, fight your battles because sometimes there's, it can be quite difficult to get in that, you know, because somebody will do that thing. They'll put the towel over that car. That's ours for the day. We're going to go and do a shoot on it. And you've got to go, right, well, do us a favor. Can I have 10 minutes in it? Because that's all you need. You know, when you get to the point you've been doing this for as long as I have, you kind of can get in a car pretty quickly and understand what it's about and, and, f and feel the different nuances between, especially between two sort of ostensibly similar models. Mm. You know, it's a case of, well, this one's got this and this one's got that. You know, how does it feel different because of that? And, you know, there's, 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 I don't think there's any right or wrong way of doing that. I think you, everybody has their own methods of doing it. Some people take copious notes. I just kind of remember it, you know, because <laughs> typically I'm writing it so soon after the event. Yeah. That <clears throat> once it's on paper, that's my notes, you know, that's it done. Um, you know, on a very rare occasion, I'd drive a car and then have to write it six months down the line. That, that might become a bit tricky, but I've got quite good recall on just, I just, you know, think about what, where I was, how I was, and 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 you know, you go, you pour over the details, and and just ask the questions. You know, like you know, and, and if there's people there and you've got any questions, like you know, why does it drive like it drives, and why have you done that? And there's always typically an engineer there or a product specialist that you can speak to, and sort of get the the inside sort of line on 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 and, and their thoughts and and their take on it because, you know, not everybody drives the same way. You know, it's like there was there was. Back in the day, there was one journalist who was notorious for coming in and said, oh, understeers. Yeah, every car understeered, according to him. And and a lot of us just look around, well, just drive the thing properly. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's your driving that's creating the understeer. There's only so much the engineers can do. If you drive it like an idiot, it'll do yeah. things that, you know, you don't want it to do. You know, like everybody can make a car understeer or, or oversteer. You know, if you drive it badly, it'll do bad things. So, you know, and, and, that's the sort of, I, there is a sort of art to what I do. I don't want to say that there's a anything overly complicated or, you know, scientific about it. It's just feel. Um, and that's just years of experience, you know, I think. Was there, a, was there a time maybe in the early years where you were taught how to, how to do it, you know, but on, by a more experienced person or did you just learn by os not, osmosis? Not really. I mean, I, I know that, you know, if you speak to sort of, you know, Jethro Bovingdon, for example, yeah. a friend of mine and, and colleague and, and some of the other guys like Henry, who you've yeah. had on, yeah. they, they, they sort of, and, and guys like Pryor and all that sort of stuff, the autocar. I mean, these guys all sort of ended up on, on, on publications. I've always been freelance. I've never been tied to a publication. So I was never the guy that was always going out for that publication or yeah. road testing or on the team. Um, so I would, you know, just by sheer volume of cars I drove, and yeah, I've driven lots of cars on test tracks and 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 and, and uh, racing tracks and stuff like that. And you 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 get a feel for cars, um, but those guys did have that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, I think you know Jethro will admit that you know in his early days he was taken out with um, Richard Meaden and you know to, or John Barker. You know these guys yeah. are like properly good, like crazily yeah. good drivers. And you can't help but learn, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're sat beside these guys where you're doing figuring around, you know, Anglesey circuit. So, and and they, and I certainly in the early days of magazines, not so much now because the budgets aren't what they used to be. They, you know, they'd go down and, you know, they'd take a focus down to, you know, Bruntingthorpe and stuff like that. And you just, you could just go and mess around and slide it around and, yeah. and, 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 and do that. And then I'm not saying I've not done that, but I've certainly not done it to the extent of the, you know, the, the like these guys I just mentioned. Yeah. But you do just... I mean, I always loved driving from the second I could, you know, 
you know, from the second I got my license, I just wanted to drive. Yeah, and yeah. I'd, you know, I'm always happy when I'm behind the wheel of a car. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. So, mm. yeah. Well, look, the other the other side of the coin is the uh, the, the road test that we do for say Total Nine Eleven and, mm. and other things. So away from kind of manufacturer launches, it is a, a complete different kettle of fish. Carl, you and I have got plenty of experience there mm. um, on that front. Andy and Max particularly you max because you've written articles you as we discussed you yeah. did your first kind of big t911 article last year but you've also had like features on your cars in magazines so yes you're seeing it from both sides andy in the summer well actually i think you had two magazine features of your car last year did, yeah. so you're yeah. looking at it from an owner's perspective coming along being like mm-hmm. okay what's the day like what what does this entail it might be good to start with you on expectation versus reality Ooh. It's a big question, isn't it? Mm. Um, it was pretty much as I expected, I think, for you know, when we did our, our one in summer. So um, it was four 993s, modified 993s in bright colours, um, which I came up with the idea. And so I think, yeah, I'd come up with the idea of what it should be. So sort of expectation met met what I thought it was going to be like on the actual day. Mm. Um, so, yeah, getting out. I think we took photos first thing, didn't we? Got got that before the cars got dirty. Statics first, absolutely. Yeah, get those yeah. done. Um, then it was, uh, yeah, cars cars out driving and get some moving shots. Um, yeah, as, as far as what Carl does is getting the words down. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> that's, that's above my pay station. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we were saying, because uh, ironically we were doing it, well, Kyle was doing a road test. I just facilitated by bringing yeah. the car along today, a 996 Turbo S. And uh, we were standing at the side of the road while photographer Ali was doing what he does. Yeah. And we were discussing tonight's like theme of whatever. And, and I think you surmised it quite neatly, Carl, because you said if you think of road test uh, from the outside, you think, oh, a Hollywood day, you know, but from a, from a driver's perspective, it's doing like eight point turns down country yeah. lanes. And yeah, just trying, very try, true. Trying not to get the car wheel muddy by dropping it off a country <laughs> road and doing an eight point yeah, turn. Yeah, because, yeah. Because yeah. you need to, you know, you need to go past the camera so many times. It's, and yeah. there is a lot of, you know, standing around on sort of cold laybys and and that sort of thing. You know, while yeah. statics are done, and but, but that's that's part and parcel. You know, it's like you know, it's I could be sitting I guess in an we office. Were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly like, that. We were so, lucky; yeah. it was quite a warm day, wasn't it? Yeah, I can imagine it's quite different in the winter. Yeah, you guys had a lovely lunch because we were at Caffeine and Machine. Yeah, we had oh, we had a very good base, didn't we? Yeah, yes. rather than eating out, yeah. eating some sandwiches yeah. out the back of the car, which so. which does help. But again, like with efficiency, you know, today it's a it's a winter's day we're in the depths of winter so daylight is daylight's always a tight thing. Yeah, window yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and um so efficiency is definitely the name of the game you have there's a great deal of prep you have to do prior and this is just to kind of really mm. outline what goes into it for people that don't know so um you you know you agree with the owner of the day and whatever to come along at a location you want somewhere you can park legally and safely yeah, for yeah. statics do yeah. those first while the car's clean um, and then you need those roads, like good roads nearby, rather than driving around aimlessly looking for spots because yeah, yeah. you're wasting time, the sun's going down, that side of things. So there's definitely like an, an efficiency side to it. I'd say, Carl, you and I in, over the years have cleaned a lot of cars at oh, the God, side yeah. of the roads. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've yeah. gone through a lot of quick detailer <laughs> yeah, yeah, very to get much the right so, yeah. for the shot, you know, which is, again is, is what, what you need to do yeah. to make it happen, isn't it? You know? mm, absolutely. And, and one of the things, and I think I said it to you as well, it's like, you know, you were like, oh, do you want to take it, uh, the car out again? I was like, no, I'll drive a car as little as I need to, because it's somebody's property. It's not a press car. Press cars are completely different. I will drive press cars, you know, to the end of the world, you know, because yeah. it doesn't matter. It's owned by the manufacturer. If anything happens to it, they can build another one. 
You yeah. Know? yeah. These cars are, you know, I've driven Andy's car, I've driven your car. I've, in fact, I've driven everybody's car in here. So, you know, but but you've got to be really respectful of that, you know, and, you know, people are generous enough to give us their cars to drive to do these things, you know, interesting cars. Um, so I'm always, I always sort of say, you know, as long as you just hand it back with a little bit less fuel in it, and, and you know, you've got you've got what you need from it yeah. in terms of driving it. I'm happy, you know, and, yeah. and that can be as little as 15, 20, 25 miles. You know, it doesn't need to be much. And a lot of the time with things like the car we drove today, I've driven quite a few of those in the past. So I've still got a, a bank of memory from driving them back in the day. Mm. Um, so it's just a bit of a bit of a, a refresh. refresh. Yeah. You know, it's a bit of a we'll get back in it. What's specifically different about this car or special about this one in particular? Put it in context and whatnot, and then off you go and write it. You know, it's it is that thing. It's like you know, just hand it back. You know, and, yeah. I, and I've been lucky enough, touch wood, that, that I always have. I've never damaged a car or anything like that. And you know, like I say, just hand it back with a little bit less fuel in it, and that's about it, really. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're you know, we're lucky because, as you said, we rely completely on the generosity of owners to, to hand their cars over to let us do a job. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. it's ludicrous to call it that, but um. Yeah, you, you're dead right about like the, the respect piece. And I've always found, again, we're very, very lucky. And I feel like sometimes there's, an, there's a danger that an owner is almost shortchanged because they're giving you what could be, you know, you said about pride and joy. For a lot of people, that car is as good as a family member. Hmm. And at the end, they get some pictures in a magazine. And, and you know, I love seeing, I love print. We, everybody around this table loves, loves print. But um, to me, it's, you know, there's a lot on the line there for, for, for some nice pictures. And I know people really cherish a magazine feature when their car is in it. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like the gesture Buying to hand the key over copies. for that car <laughs> Max. is, yeah, the, you know, the, the act of handing the key over to their car for that. I think that's, that's massive, you know. Yeah. So it's oh, never it's lost on me, never yeah. lost on me. Oh, likewise, and, you know, you, you talked about the 993 test that you, you did in the mm. summer. Maybe I still... I still communicate with those guys all via, you know, the wonders of social media. And that's one of the lovely things about the, the world that we live in now that, that, you know, it used to be you just meet these people, drive the cars and that was it. Now, yes. now yeah. I can still see what they're doing and, and, you know, I get the odd message from them or, or if there's a question I wanted to ask about their car, it's quite easy to do so. Yeah. And I remember like Chet was so excited when it, when it was going on the magazine. Yeah. He, well, like, he didn't realize. He was like <laughs> unbelievably <laughs> excited. It was, and that was lovely. You know, that was really, the best part of the day for yeah, me. Yeah. It was like really cool. <laughs> And 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 I've said it for years. It's like you know the cars are fantastic, but they're always a conduit to the people. The people are what yeah. makes what we do fantastic. Whether that's the people who own the cars, whether it's the people who engineer the cars, drive them, race them, whatever. Yeah, you know that's that's where the stories lie. So I spend as much time if if the people are there. You know, I remember the first time I met you, I chat, yeah. chatted to you. You know, many times I'm talking about Max here. Sorry, um, you know, we chatted for quite some time yeah, because yeah. you do have an opportunity to if the yeah. if the owner's there that glamorous road tester if you want to call it that is, is not glamorous at all it's like you, as Max will allude to it's like you do stand around for quite some time while the photographer's doing what he does or she does um, because you know whatever I write is useless unless there's images to, to, to do it so that that is for me is always the thing I think I said it this morning when I arrived and saw you it was like Let's get all the photography done before I, I'm even concerned about driving the damn thing. Yeah. You know, just let's yeah. get yeah. the images mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. The and that's the time when you get to speak to the owner if they're there. Yeah. And, and, and find the backstory, the reason why you bought it, what, what you use it for. And I think for an enthusiast publications that are typically writing these types of tests for, that's as important as what you think about the car because, you know, the car's been written about endless times. In various different publications, 
you know, through through t- through through you know the, t- the time that it's been around, um, and having the the story of the person, you know, Chet's story was fascinating. Yeah. You know, he saved up, literally saved up for what twenty years. You know, put a hundred pounds away every month. And that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, that sort of story really resonates, and that enthusiasm and passion for something, you know. And that's, you know, that thing I said about them handing you the keys to that car that they love. I mean, that's such a privileged position. I mean, that's as privileged a position as it is to be invited on a car launch. Yeah. In yeah. my view, you know, because, yeah. you know, that for, for somebody to trust you enough um, and value your opinion enough to let you go and critique their car yeah. is, is yeah. it's a real, you know, it's a real honor. That yeah. I've, I've seen that from both sides. You know, I, I handed the keys to my car to you without hesitation you know a trusted professional i suppose <laughs> plus the excitement you know like chet and and, and you and you have getting the chance to see your car in a magazine in a car magazine that's pretty that is pretty exciting uh so i didn't really hesitate that was an interesting day because it takes a long time doesn't it, it does take mm. a long time you know, it really but it goes so quick time. um but we had a great quick day a great day out and the weather was nice and it was all good fun but it does take a long time but then i saw it from the other side when jim and paul lent me their 991s again without hesitation and i was i was quite conscious of that i was a little bit nervous mm. I, I have to admit you know taking responsibility for those cars and driving them because it's not my thing uh but they were you know well both of them i mean james loves being involved in car magazines a test you know he's, he's well up for that but paul as well i wasn't sure if paul would be up for it he was like yeah no problem and, and we had a great a great day out and it, and it was i felt very grateful and privileged that they were happy for me to drive the cars i really was mm, yeah and it, i do need to point out as well like you have to have certain things in place like namely insurance here for example yeah. because it's all very well and good until something goes wrong yeah and yeah so yeah. that's you know where we as professionals have a duty to to make sure that's standing us so so it isn't as simple as oh give me your keys and i'll do 500 words on the car you know mm. to, to whatever you know yeah. it's that it, you have to have something uh, yeah. in place there and do it probably which you saw you know and you, and you did well, last no, year, no, absolutely absolutely you know and, and even coming up to that even though i'd you know it was all in place with future and everyone and it was all happening just a few days before i still felt the need just to get in touch so i'm doing this next week with lee you know is do i need to do anything else is there anything that i haven't done anything that i need to take with me and they were like, no, have you done this, this, and this? Yeah, I've done all that. They said, okay, you're, you you're covered. Yeah. Off, off you go. But I needed hmm? to do that in my mind yeah. just to know that, yeah. uh, that it was all, yeah. you know, it was all, it was all square. I, I do need to shout out to photographers at this point because when we're doing these road tests, uh, you know, of enthusiast cars, I mean, like today, for example, Kyle and I at the side of the road next to this 996 chatting away. Ali, the photographer, is on his knees on the, a cold floor getting an amazing shot and and i feel like the photographers need to be slightly more combative i think than, than the writers i don't know like not sure if kyle agrees there but like yeah if if it if it rains if it gets dark we can go back the next oh, yeah. day and and, yeah. and drive the car or whatever with, with the, yeah. the photographs if you've started the shoot you've got to finish yeah and you oh. have to finish to get it printed like you yeah. know um and ali because i asked him about it i said you know we're, we're doing this road test uh insight tonight what what have you got to sound it and standing there for a couple of seconds he said it's a bit like fishing he said you could be waiting around all day and then you're called into action for that crucial five minutes and it could be to get the daylight right or because you know the car wasn't ready and now it is and you've only yeah. got a short window perhaps before someone else needs it you know and, and again with a photographer you've got to get the shot mm. yeah so i thought that was quite a good synopsis actually yeah. of, of, of 
What well, I, I think we, when we were discussing, well, after that conversation, I mentioned the, the, the story I told you when I was on a, I was doing a drive uh, for, it was a Volkswagen, um, I can't remember if it was Scirocco or Golf. I, I've sent you a picture, there is a picture of it. Um, and, and I'd been commissioned by Top Gear to go for them, to write it for them, which I was more than happy to do. Um, but they sent a new photographer, somebody they'd never used before, young guy who'd been in touch with them, and this was his first gig. And this was one of those car launches that wasn't necessarily particularly well, you know, arranged. We sort of flew out, landed, jumped in the car, drove to a, some chateau or whatever it was for, for lunch. Then they were very insistent that you had to go there. And the photography options were n- virtually nothing. So it was a case of you, you, you drove down an autobahn effectively, stopped, had some lunch, turned around. I didn't, as it happened, I didn't have lunch. And this is where I might differ for that. I got into every variant of the car that was Brilliant. sitting in the car park and actually did quite well out of that because because it was so badly organised that launch I remember several other magazines going did anybody drive the diesel and I was like me did anybody drive it and I was like me <laughs> so I made it you know I made it work but that photographer the poor poor guy I forget his surname but he was, he was called Tom we ended up doing an entire shoot and then I mean literally an entire shoot in the um, the, the drop off area at the airport <laughs> and, and, and the, you know if, if you see the picture which uh, like I say I give to Leah is you'll, you'll see him literally lying on the, the road you know with cars going past and in the bollards and you can see people <laughs> getting out in the distance I just took it on my phone obviously over the back of it but he did an entire shoot there and actually well to, that's not entirely true we did a little bit on the autobahn um, you know car to car on the autobahn at pretty high speed yeah. just, to, just to get something get in something the can whereas I can you know, as long as I've sat in the car for five minutes and driven it, I can write something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can do it. After. I can do it. I, and yeah, like say, I mean, I, I can spend very little time in the car and get a, a feel for it. I mean, and it's very rarely you're getting in a car without a, I don't want to say a preconceived idea because that sounds terrible. But, you know, if you're getting in a golf, you're pretty certain, you, you know, where, it's, where it sits, you know, it's competition, da, da, da. So you've got, you've got half the article written already you know if it's that yeah. sort of article but that's due diligence kyle mm. you're not just sitting in and going well what's this all about yeah so you well you just know because you, that's what you do um but for the photographer if they don't take a shot and i mean and, and, and actually they're they're a lot luckily a, a lot of them will say you know the wonderful thing about digital is you know you've got the shot i mean back in the day when i started mm. yeah i was working with photographers with film and they could spend the whole day and if there was if, if there was something wrong with their camera they could have shot 20 30 rolls of film and until it's back at the development place, you know, back in the UK or yeah. whatever it is, you know, days after the event, they don't know they've got it. You know? Yeah, it's not like, That's oh, scary, just, oh yeah. you know, you just hammer the, yeah, the button yeah, on the yeah, camera yeah, these absolutely. days and, and you hope. get loads of shots. <laughs> well, they see know? immediately on the back of the camera yeah, that they're yeah. right, well, at least I've got one. It might not be the best shot I'll take, yeah, but it, yeah, I've got something yeah. in the back. Yeah. Or in the camera, as you yeah. say. Because, so, yeah, when you're on film, all you've seen is what's in your mind's eye. Yeah. And through the through the little yeah little yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm i'm certain there's space on the newsstand for a really good picture book called uh, photographers in carious positions oh, <laughs> <laughs> because you know if every if you think the road tests you know like a car to car tracking shot there's a photographer hanging either out the window or out yeah, the back yeah. of the car you know with two cars pretty close to each yeah. other we're not doing mad speeds yeah. you can do yeah. I, I i remember a dash up angeles crest highway that, that was very much like that and you think oh there's a, there's a human hanging out of that car you know <laughs> i wouldn't want well, to there are person, there are but, stories you know. where photographers have been in cars when they've been crashed and they've not been strapped in oh, dear. or rolled out onto the bonnet of the car behind yeah, from, you know there's yeah. all sorts of horror yeah, stories that's what i mean you know all for the shot 
Yeah, 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 yeah. they go they go to great lengths for their shots. They, yeah. they do, they do, and, and it's worth remembering that when you pick up, you know, you spend a fiver on a magazine. Yeah, absolutely. You get yeah. some amazing photography. Have a think about what what had to happen to for that shot to yeah, be yeah, made, yeah. that can be yeah. some real jeopardy. Oh, big time! You oh. Know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think there's a picture book of just yeah these you know well, Andy on the nine nine three shoot. You know, I think when when you turned up, the photographer was like trying to climb a tree to get a shot and you know, <laughs> things like that. Oh, wasn't so that wasn't that you climbing that was the tree? Me. That was oh, you was climbing it? the tree. Yeah, it was Andy climbing. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to get stuck. <laughs> he used, the, he used his, the top of his BMW a lot. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. He had lots of dents in the lots top. Lots of dents. Yeah. 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 So yeah, th- this is it, and it all kind of all done to get the shot. Really, I think you know the higher up. You go up the chain, you get more budget, and then uh, back in the day, you could have had a helicopter deployed. Now we've got drones, which yeah. makes things a bit more accessible for everybody. Yeah. Uh, certainly on TNR 11, we've never hired a helicopter for a shot. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love working with photographers. I mean, yeah. what 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 they can create in their camera and using their artistic eye is just wonderful. Like you, you know, I, I've been on so many shoots, and I'm like. I was there, and yeah, it looked good, but it, it never no, looked as good, good as that, yeah. you know. And, and and you know, like, I I can't sell a story without a photograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, when you're lucky enough to work with some of the best photographers in the world or in the business that we're in, you know, and I'm, and I count Ali among them. You know, that like it's just really, really, you know, it's good. And 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 you you obviously know these guys. You spend quite a lot of time with them. And you have you've got a symbiotic relationship. They need to do their job. I need to do my job. And we both kind of understand how it works. You know, everybody sort of just gets on with it. And and that's cool. And, and, and you know, I'm not afraid of saying to somebody, well, why don't you try that shot? In fact, I did it on the 993. We were trying to work mm-hmm. out how you were going to. Mm. And, and it's it's quite a nice way of, because I know what I want to write. And, and and you sort of think, well, how, how can I have that visually presented? You know, there'll be elements of the car. It's like, well, I think it's important that that's shown visually and I'll, I'll try and write about it as well and 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 and, and there is a sort of it's it's a, it's a cool relationship and, and it's great to work with them you know because you're working with a fellow creative effectively um albeit they are far more creative i think than, than as writers but I, I love seeing you know what what they produce i mm. think it's 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 one of the things i always sort of say when, and when i'm writing my story i always ask that they can send over a contact sheet so i can just sort of relive it you know yeah. i can it's as soon as they've got the shot send them to me so i can have them on my screen when i'm writing because it really picture. helps with the yeah well ultimately yeah. you know the words will be married to the pictures yeah. at some point yeah. for, for the article yeah. so it does make sense yeah. i think from from a logistical point of view there's another thing to, to point out and that's you know you you've always got to think that you're running out of time rather yeah. you know basically don't think you've got loads of time it could be half past 10 in the morning you glance at the watch right okay We've rattled through a load of statics. Why don't we find a nice little coffee shop and just have a chill out? Because then what happens is you come outside, it will start raining or the car doesn't start or there's been some sort of accident. So you're in traffic and all of a sudden your entire shoot is in jeopardy. So it's get what you can. Um, And and Ali actually is brilliant. If if he's got five minutes where say, you know, you and I are cleaning the car at the time, Ali will get a brew on. And and he's famous for it because he always says, if I'm not doing anything, I'm having a cup of tea. And, and the reason he says that is because he doesn't know when he's next going to get another one. Get another it one, could yeah. be from this point, eight hours of God knows what to yeah. get the job done. Yeah. So have the brew, never be still doing nothing. <laughs> it's just fascinating. Yeah, but it, it, it is an art form, you know, yeah. I, I think anyway, you know, yeah. the art of executing a road test properly and efficiently is, there, is an art form. Is there anybody that does both? 
like words and pictures. Yeah, there are a couple of yeah. people out there. Well, yeah. Ali writes. Ali yeah, definitely yeah, writes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Magazine. He's, I think he's written for you as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He's, but he's does he do it on writer. the same same thing? You know, uh, you've he, got well, a, I think he does with his Land Rover publications. Okay. Because a few Land Rovers passed today, didn't we? We were having a jape about it. it was like, rubbing his knees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did exactly. I did exactly that <laughs> when I was taking the yeah. mech. Yeah. Are, are there any uh, road tests where you mentioned like that, you know, the human side with this in mind as well? Are there any like road tests that you've done that really kind of stand out for you where you look back and you go, that was a lovely day? Really? Oh, I've got that. loads. I mean, really loads. I mean, Everyone's special. I mean, like, I still remember the one we did with, with Maxie's car, and that's the first time I met Max, and you know, yeah. we, we chat. And that was a long time ago. Oh, it was a long it? time yeah, ago. Yeah. Like, you know, every time I'm in a car with something new, like I said earlier on, it's about meeting people, and that could be a massive clangers. Like if you're driving a Veyron, for example, and you're you know with their chief test driver, or it could be you know in a Ford Focus with a new journalist beside you who's their first car launch. You know, that's one of the things that's that, that's wonderful about it is that there's there's always something to take away from from every road test you do. Every time you're in a car, you're you're doing something. I mean, it's I always struggle to call it work because I enjoy it so much. <laughs> um, I mean, I even just enjoy driving to and from them and just sort of thinking about who you're going to be meeting and, and what you're going to be doing. But they're all they're all different. But there, I mean, there are some you know there are some drives that I've had, wh- whether it be just a normal road test or whether it be something like doing like the Mini Media or like I've, 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 you know, I've driven across America and all this sort of stuff for work. Mm. They all, they all resonate and they all have, you know, significance to me. And, 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 and funnily enough, when I was looking for some pictures for this, I mean, you, you never forget them, but sometimes when you're going through the, the reams of pictures that you have and your, your own personal f- like photographs, you think, Oh God, yeah, that was, that was, a you know, I can't believe I was lucky enough to do that. You know, the, the one that I think that we, we, we chatted about the other day on on WhatsApp was, you know, we we went to Mexico and shortly after the Mercedes Benz SLS was introduced. I mean, I did the I did the launch of that car. That was out in in LA, um, and driving in LA is always good fun. You know, it's it's a cool place. Um, but shortly after that, we went out and um, we drove um, in Mexico. As part of the Carrera Pan America route, that oh, amazing. So there's yeah. a there's a there's hey, a Porsche I, link because Carrera obviously yeah is, the, is the, that 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 race is part of the reason why the the 911 is called the Carrera, um, and so we drove that and 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 that was an incredible event and we had a police escort because Mexico was a bit sketch so to yeah. speak and we were driving around in very flash cars, and we were only supposed to have a police escort for the first hour or so when we were driving out the cities, but. Um, it ended up they just followed us around the entire place, and so we basically had these police um, in sort of Dodge Chargers or Challengers, you know, with the light bars and all the bull bars, and you know these these uh, Mexican police officers, and they just let us do what the hell we liked. We had carte blanche <laughs> to do what we liked. <laughs> so, and enduring memory from that trip was just sort of driving down like uh, one of their one of their motorways and, and, and maxing this thing out and just seeing the police car receding in my uh, <laughs> in my rearview mirror with the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at the very end of it, you know, and, and like Henry was on that trip, actually, and he'll, yeah. he'll tell you a similar story. He, he, he was basically had one policeman standing on one end of the corner. You know, we, when we do cornering shots on a road test, for example, yeah. one policeman standing there at one end of the corner, another policeman going, oh, and you go, go, go. And the photographer, you know, as he drifts the car around the corner. <laughs> so it's just mad, like mad, some of the stuff you get Fantastic. to do. But I remember, vividly remember at the end of that one, 
the, 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 the chief of the police, the traffic police, he was a big, big tall fella. And he sort of called me over at the end and he was like, oh God, you know, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. We've been taking the piss. He's going to throw the book at us. But he sort of called me over and he says, he's, he's, he's given me his business card. And I was like, oh, okay. And he says, oh, you, you send me the pictures. You send me the pictures. I want the pictures of this. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's just, yeah, some of this stuff like that, that, you know, I'm not sure that that would ha- necessarily happen now, but yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, it was just, yes, it's just mad, you know, and very cool, you know, to sort of do these sort of really weird things, but, mm. but and, and generate some good stories, you know, and that's the, that's yeah. the whole part of it. Mm. Any Fantastic. like favorite locations that stand out as well for the road test? Um, naturally a big fan of Scotland. I do love driving in Scotland. I, I, I think uh, not only one, it's beautiful. I mean, the weather is always a bit of a bit of a sketch, um, but it's beautiful. And actually, they're, 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 the, the one thing up there, they're, they're actually pretty good if you overtake, you know, as you well know, if you try and overtake anybody down here, it's like you've insulted their mother. Mm-hmm. Up in Scotland, if you're in a faster car, they'll quite happily let you go past. And, you know, I'm not saying tune around or, or be silly or anything like that. But the roads are gorgeous. You don't need to drive fast up there. It's just lovely, you know. Just mm. I like I like I like being there. I like Angeles Crest Highway. There's lo- there's there's loads of roads. I mean, there was a there was a period of time where um, um, car manufacturers just went to Nice all the time, and we would we'd often mm. end up at Le Castelli, which is Paul Ricard circuit. Yeah, yeah. And if they were using the circuit, we would use that. Uh, they used to call the hotel there the, um, the Bernie Inn because it was owned by uh, Bernie Eccleston <laughs> because it's part of the circuit. Um, and and there was a few roads around there that you know I knew as well as the roads around the back of my house because you know I was there all the time and that's that's really useful, um, the ability to just use the same stretch of road in different cars. Oh yeah. So uh, even around me and I've uh, when we've done articles for T nine eleven I think we did a fifty greatest driving roads in the UK or whatever that's it was. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, yeah. it was UK or was it globally? Globally. And I put the the seventy two from my house past Caffeine Machine and up, you know, up. Um, uh, God, the hell. It's been a long day, Kyle. It has been a long day. You said (laughs) you were going to run it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I usually record these in the morning. Yeah, so we were, you know, going up some some local roads that I know well. And there's a there's a series of bends, um, Sunrising Hill, um, which I've cycled up as well, which is tough. But if you look at the Porsche, I think I might have mentioned this to you previously. But if you look at the the, the 991 GT2 RS press images that Porsche put, and that's me driving it on that road. So that road I know really well, and that's a road that. Jaguar Land Rover and Aston Martin engineers to use because yeah. it's got so many sort of variances and nuances that that really test a car. And I drive that road in pretty much everything I I ever drive. Mm. Obviously, not launch cars, you know, when I'm on a, a foreign trip. But at some point, when they're available in the UK and I need to drive them, I will drive them on that road. Yeah. And then that that's that's my baseline because mm-hmm. I know every bump in it. And yeah, you know, it's I need to thank you for a road that you uh, recommended. Palm to Pimes. Yes. Oh, That's a great road. What a road. That is a special road, yeah. yeah. 997 GTS launched. It was the first time I drove that road. Was it? Yeah. And yeah. Well, Fantastic. it might not be the first time, but uh, but that's the most memorable. Yeah. So it, it comes from Palm Springs yeah. up into the mountains and it's palms as in palms the trees yeah. up to pines Pine the trees. trees yeah. and it's just yeah. fantastic. It is Absolutely an incredible amazing. road, isn't yeah. it? It's, it? I think I must have driven that road five, six, maybe seven times in different cars. Yeah. But it's always a strange one because, you, as you as you'll probably remember, you, you you're just driving up this very gentle gradient, but it's yeah. like almost motorway of, wide, isn't it? Yeah, and there's all these pensioners, of houses. Yeah. Yeah, pensioners <laughs> yeah. driving around in golf buggies, <laughs> yeah. and then you sort of get to the bottom of it, and it's just like somebody's dropped a ribbon of spaghetti on the side oh, of the hill, amazing, and it just winds yeah. up. 
That's an incredible road. Yeah. And it's and again, it, about driver discipline, if you're in a quicker car in the States, they'll all pull into the turnouts on the corners and let you pass. Yeah, it was pretty good which tonight. Is great. Yeah. You know, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Something I've always really enjoyed about the mags, and I know you've done the work for the Telegraph and things that you do. Yeah. Um, and it was actually one of the really interesting things initially about YouTube um, when owners went on there and, you know, that's all gone, got a bit out of hand these days. It's the long-termer. Because mm. I remember you had a... Um, Non nine one point two Carrera, yes. a manual one, yeah, which you run as long term and wrote about in the Telegraph, and that that's really interesting. And I, I'd I'd always seek that out if there was a car mm. I was actually thinking about buying. Mm. I think I wonder if anyone ran that as a long term because mm. that's really interesting. I had it. I mean that that wasn't a, t- a traditional long term. Long termers, and they don't happen quite so often now because they don't they don't they're not struggling to sell cars. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, a long-term loan used to be six months or sometimes three months or, yeah. you know, somewhere in between. That that was, uh, at the time, Porsche uh, was headed, or the press and PR department was headed by Angus Fitton, a fellow jock. And, and a, and a, oh, I see. He's not nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, he's a good old, good old end egg. Um, but um, I basically got in touch with him. I was having a car over Christmas because um, they sort of see it well we've got these cars sitting idle you might as well have them over Christmas and it was getting defleeted so it was due to be its last loan and I, I just sort of said to Angus sort of as a bit of a quip can I just keep it for a couple of months because at the time I had a 993 bog standard yeah, Carrera yeah. 2 exactly the same spec but and I just sort of said I'll make a nice article for you know the magazines that I write for yeah. and also I'll, I'll run it long term in the Telegraph and he was like yeah we can we can keep it for another eight weeks and I did I ran it for I mean it was a privilege to do so but I just ran it as a family car for yeah, eight weeks yeah. and it was great put the kids in it going to the shopping you know there's pictures of me at the supermarket filling up the, <laughs> with the kids seats yeah. in it and, it and it was wonderful and it yeah. did demonstrate to me that it's just like god I'd, I'd happily do yeah. something like this Fantastic. yeah you know and that kind of thing is really valuable because people say oh 911 is the you know the supercar you can use every day and that or the sports car you can use every day and that sort of thing and I use mine like that but you know if people are thinking about it can you really do that you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, oh, you it's absolutely can. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you know, and the nature of what I do, I'm I'm all over the place. I've driven, you know, by the end of today, I'll have, not including the test drive that we did earlier in the 996, I'll have driven over 250, 300 miles today just to get here and back and all that sort of stuff. And that's always useful seat time. But, you know, when I was running that career, I was doing that quite, you know, more regularly than I do now. Yeah. And I was very conscious of the fact that, you know, I, I, I was, okay, I was running a, a, a 991 point two uh, but i wasn't in the league of buying one so fueling it was like oh hang on a minute and i was like how can i get as much fuel economy so i was driving it quite sensibly and i was astonished at the fuel economy i yeah. could get out of it just by being a bit sensible you know stuffing it up into that sixth and seventh gear as quickly as possible such yeah, a tractable yeah. engine great you know and that that was actually you know it's, it's a different side and and I, I think one of the things if if people that do what i do they're a little bit guilty of is forgetting that you know these cars are bought by real people who pay real money for them. You know, we're very privileged that we just get to jump in and out of anything yeah. and everything, and we can be super critical about them. And when I do run long-termers, I do like to always pick stuff that's a little bit different. So I'll run, like, you know, city cars. I'll yeah. Just, I, I, for the last long-term I had for the Telegraph was a, a Dacia Sandero. Yeah, Stepney, yeah, yeah. Which is one of the cheapest cars you can buy in the UK. Now, that's a £16,500 car. Five door hatchback. I could get my kids in it. It has Apple wireless CarPlay. It has a reversing camera. It's got it's got everything in it that I need in a car. And it was just doing the school runs and stuff. And you know that's you know. it's half a Vysac pack. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 that's more relevant. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, to write more, about to more people, to more people. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important because some people, a lot of people, say, oh, I, what, you could have, you could drive anything. And it's like, yeah, I could, but most people can't. Yeah, yeah. you know. So you, you've got to find your audience and and tailor what you write for it. And yeah, if I'm writing about supercars, great. But I also really appreciate just good, honest transport. Mm. Yeah, at, yeah. At, at every level, you know, old, new. I think like Porsche historically, you know, I don't think it's the same, quite the same anymore. But it was a weak loan you know, eight days, uh, Wednesday to Wednesday, and they would encourage you to put miles on the car. Mm. So, you know, I'd often hand it back, haven't done a thousand miles in a week or something. And I would have been in the middle of Wales, in the middle of nowhere, I'd have been through central London, I'd have done shopping in the car. Mm. Laura and I would have gone to the cinema in it. I, you know, every little thing, we were living our life and brought the car into our life. And then that's where you find the nuances, particularly when it comes to specs options. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that, that that's works. a really handy yeah. option. Oh, I'd have actually yeah that one is missing but would have been really good and i think from an ownership point of view particularly on an enthusiast title where you do have to really deep dive into mm. things and you have the responsibility of being able to inform buyers and that's yeah. the thing it's not just fans it's yeah, buyers people of these who are cars, actually yeah. you know yeah They're really invested if, in if you're doing that buy. yeah maybe can consider this and it goes back to the first episode of this series at heritage parts handy when i said about how underrested seat choice is yeah massive a lot of people overlook that on the mm. options list as i've said before they'll go straight to Bose, you know, we'll tip, tip, they say, oh, I want a pano roof, whatever. And, and I think we have a responsibility to help. And I mean, oh, we, we all know you can get down, lost down a rabbit hole of options with Porsche, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, is, it is important. And I, I you know, I, you know I, I, I came down in a Taycan today and it's like, you know, I've got here without a charge and I could have conceivably driven it back without a charge, but I actively sought out to go and charge it somewhere and found out that it's not as easy as it should be. And, and you know, and that sounds like I'm banging the same drum as everybody else, but that is my experience. Over the last three or four days, I've had trouble charging it outside my home charger, yeah. which is annoying and really frustrating to the point that I, I know people who have had EVs, not necessarily Taycans, not to, 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 to beat that, but, but who have had EVs run them for a while and got out of them again because they just and, and it's not that they don't like the car it's they don't like the the hassle and i can't conceive at the moment a situation where my my wife would love a tech and she sort of saw as soon as she saw it in the drive she said, oh, i'd love one of those and it's like yeah and i could see you driving one it's the logistics until of it. until yeah. you know you're on a work trip and you can't find somewhere to charge it and i get the phone call saying how, well how does this work yeah. you know it's not like just pouring fuel in it's a bit more involved than that and yeah. And that's it's that's not good enough. That's the biggest thing that needs to change but, but the, at the moment. Kyle, that's your and our responsibility yeah, as exactly. journalists yeah, totally. to, to report the truth. And it's yeah. something that I'm kind of big on. And I say, mm. you know, a journalist's job is to report the truth. Yeah. Everything else is PR. Yeah, absolutely. We have to tell what we've got yeah, to say, oh, it's brilliant. There we go. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Go and buy it. Yeah. We're not doing our jobs effectively yeah. there. No, absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. That I know I hoover up that sort of stuff because I'm under some pressure at home to have an electric car. But I've, you know, thanks to experiences like that, having a an EV as in that proper family car space, I'm out. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd be with Andy because you've yeah. got an i3. I've yeah. got an i3. I, I ran an i3. I think it's an awesome car. I can't believe yeah. BMW aren't making it anymore. Yeah. It's such a cool car. And the range is really quite limited on that car. You're looking mm. at, you're, you're going to struggle to do anything above about 90 miles reasonably. I mean, I, yeah, I used to the, drive it down to Heath and have to stop on the way yeah. to charge it so I could get home, you know, and, and yeah. that was a pain <laughs> in the backside. It really was. Yeah. But 
everywhere else i loved it you know for the school drop all that sort of stuff local driving it was cool oh, i loved it interesting i haven't actually charged mine publicly right okay yeah. i've only ever charged it at home on three pin plug right it, oh you're on oh, okay. Okay. yeah because it's just charges overnight and yeah it's all yeah. i need i mean i would i will it, it is it's on my hit list of right i want us i want a urban run around yeah family friendly Plug it in outside the house, perfect. Never, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're cool as well. I oh, think they're amazing. Yeah. They still every time I see one, it still turns. Yeah, and they stop mm. making it. Yeah, yeah, lost. Yeah, I, I ate as well. You know, we talked about that. You yeah, oh, yeah. Picture on WhatsApp uh, yesterday, because you were on the I eight launch. Was, was yeah. Amazing. That yeah. was that was one of the, that, that that was one of the memorable ones because that 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 and the original Mini when the Mini was reintroduced the BMW Mini um, we did a, a a road test of it around London it, they did a sort of Monopoly game and we were and so the I and the, the Mini are the two cars that have probably gotten the biggest like reaction ever you know like when I was driving around the Mini around London this is pre-smartphones it was people were still on Nokia's back then but you could see people mouthing into their phone as you drove past it was almost like the, that stupid meme you see on the, <laughs> the, the where the guys look over looking at his show everybody looking over their shoulder and saying you mini and like we had people turn jumping into cabs chasing us and like where did I get this where you know where can I buy it guy pulled up in his BMW I'll give you my I'll swap cars now wowzers <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and the IA wow. was very similar in LA you know, you, you've been in you've, you've all been in LA you've been in LA Right. Oh, you'll love LA. You need to go. You need to go to the museum as well, the Porsche Museum. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, 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 I'll come with you. We'll, we'll do. Okay. We'll do a road trip. Um, but uh, LA car culture is amazing, yeah. Yeah. As, as you well know. I mean, you can be driving down the street, and there'll be you know anything from an incredible hot rod to a muscle car to a supercar to just a you know ratty old Civic. You know, it, it's such a cool place in terms of the car culture. And driving that I eight through LA was extraordinary. I mean, people were like Americans. You can imagine hollering, Woo! like, "Man, that car is amazing!" <laughs> you know, offering Sweet all bag, sorts bro. of all offering all sorts of trades and and stuff. But it, yeah, that was just yeah, that car was mega there. That just and I still really like that car. It's a cool yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, without doubt. Interesting. Great to get so much insight there. Oh, on, God. Yeah. yeah, launches, road tests, and, and how it's done, really. I mean, you pointed out today it would be a good video in its own right. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I think, yeah, it'd be quite quite good to sort of follow. You know, I think it'd be quite good to do with a group of cars and mm. in, in the summer. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's nice and warm. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. fly on the wall, you know. Yeah. Quite good fun. Um, okay, so we'll we'll move on to Gem of the Week. Kyle, we've, we thought it might be good for you to... Choose your gem of the week. If Is you that from the, the the cars for sale? Absolutely, yeah. From the Nine Works Marketplace. <sighs> there was there was quite a few, um, and I've, I was catching up with some of your podcasts on the way down, and there was a lot of love for spiders. Oh God, yeah. I love the spider. I think it's mm. one of those cars that. So I, I I would love to own one. I think they're very special. Um, I, I prefer them to GT4. I just think they're a cooler thing. Yeah. Um, I don't like open cars typically. Mm, same. But the spider because it's so. I don't know. It's just sort of raw and just, and it, I think it looks sensational. It dries beautifully. There's a sapphire blue one, I think, on the on the marketplace for yeah. about seventy eight thousand. I think it was that I would have in a heartbeat if I could. Uh, assuming I couldn't obviously buy the the, the Carrera GT that's at Paragon, which uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is uh, 
which is the, the the daddy, isn't it? That's the car that you know all the guys say is the the best Porsche ever, and and yeah, yeah I kind of agree with them. In fairness, yeah. <laughs> excellent, absolutely cracking. Yeah, the, the car that uh, you mentioned, car was up at RPM Technic. Right, yep, that's so right. Yeah. Yep. So yep, go and checking out that and plenty more others on the Nine Words Marketplace. Grand. All right, should we go on to some newsy bits? Yes, let's yeah. do it. Amazing. Uh, shall I hit? New patrons, we've had quite a few again. Yes, um, I'll do a quick, quick rundown here, if I may. Uh, first hey, up, yeah, yeah, not patrons. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. oh God. Edit, 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 edit. edit, edit. Sorry, uh, we have new collective members. Oui. Driven, not hidden collective members. Um, first up is Rory Williams, who's a privateer driver um, in East Sussex. He bought his first nine. Uh, sorry, his first 911 in 2013, a 993 Carrera S, which he still has. Um, he's had a few other bits and bobs um, since, and he's lately bought a 50th anniversary. Has he? Yeah, I thought you might perk up at Very that. Very nice. Oh, proper job. Proper we were nice. saying we can't believe that's 10 years old I know. now. I love those things. Ludicrous. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Special car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, all the anniversary cars are special. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Right. Um, next up is Andy Collins, uh, works driver. Um, his first Porsche was a 1964 356 SC, um, which he reluctantly sold due to kids back in the 1990s. We've all been there. Yeah, but I wish he hadn't have done that. Uh, but he's got a nice little collection to make up for it now. He's got uh, a 1968 911E in Viper Green, uh, 2010 Gen 2 GT3, and a Aventure oh he's got an Aventure Green 992 Targa 4 SGTS on the en route that's a line that's a trio isn't that's it a, that's a, it that's is a strong it's doing line. All right. yeah, and a, yeah, and a yeah. good colour choice good. there with yeah. the, the new one yeah very nice um, and lastly I have uh, Thomas Vernink um, is a rookie driver uh, a Slovenian based in Banbury um, and he drives a 2996.1 C2 Um and yeah, we've been discussing Slovenian roads, and I think we need to do a, a road trip because there's some amazing roads. Have you driven any Slovenian roads? I, I have. can recall. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I have yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, Mandy had a house out there. Did she? Oh, cool. So uh, yeah, I did a little bit of driving about it. It's not dissimilar to being in Italy, actually. Oh, similar yeah. sort of yeah. roads. Yeah, sort of beautiful. Just not as good food. <laughs> oh, okay. Controversial. Okay, right. I'll give us um, some a list of upgrades then, because uh, we've had quite a few people have seen the the new roster of benefits that we've got, and um, they've seen the benefit and gone for it. So, <laughs> thank you very much for your upgrades. Um, rookie to privateer, we've got Owen Kelly, who only joined us, I think, last week. Uh, James Taylor, uh, Karen Malik, uh, Marius Sergides. I think I pronounced that correctly. I think you did pretty well there. I think I did all right. He's okay. <laughs> uh, rookie to works driver. I've got Andy Doherty and Stuart Thumwood. And privateer to works. We've got Andy Crutterdean, uh, Edward Garan, or Garrard. Uh, sorry. Um, there's my dyslexia coming out there. Uh, Ian Harris, James Bullen. And just turn the page over. Uh, James McGrath. Uh, James, actually, I need to have a word with you. I think I've sent you an email to say that you're actually doing two memberships at the moment. So you need to sort that one out. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we should keep quiet. Uh, Kestus Sli- Sliusus. Sorry, Kestus. Um, 
Paolo Schmeitz, Schmeiz, Schmeiser, Schmetzer, and Robert Batt. Thank you, guys. And lastly, we've got a couple of uh, works to hero. Hero Heroes. Um, that's Nick Moda and Paul Pressland. Thank Nick you. Nick Moda, hero. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, thanks to all that have got involved and, and getting involved a little bit more. Yeah. From there. That's absolutely cracking. I'd just like to end on that one. I need to, I did send an email out to everybody with um, details um, of all the new um, benefits and also a request for their delivery address for their stickers. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got about 50% of people have uh, replied so far. So uh, if you could just re confirm your delivery address to me um, so I can get those out for you, that would be fantastic. Tops. Absolutely tops. Should we do some spread the love? Absolutely. Yeah, so I'll tend yeah. to give a little back. Yes. A little bit back, yeah. So. Um, Who wants to go first? Well, I don't mind diving in at this point. So You teed up. Yes, so... I interviewed Maz from Garage Therapy uh, on YouTube Live last oh, week. Yes. We do it yeah. and ask the expert live series on there. Um, once the live has finished, it then gets housed on the Nightmares TV homepage. Yeah. So you can go and take a look. And, and Maz at Garage Therapy, they're connoisseurs of premium car care products. And we had a fascinating chat. I have to say, I don't know a great deal about car care. No. Historically, <laughs> I've shunned it quite famously. Um, but yeah, You've I've, got some I've, learning to do. I have big yeah. time. Yeah, big time. I, I've pledged to get involved this, this year. But so. then, I, to be honest, I was the same a couple of years ago. I couldn't wash a car without looking like I'd used a Brillo pad on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I've changed that. Yeah. 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 I well, uh, you, know, you, you did get pulled over this week for having a dirty car. Yeah, my daily. Your, your yeah. number plate yeah, wasn't yeah, legible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that kind of, yeah. So even the plod are giving you a nudge there. <laughs> True. But, um, yeah, so I in mean, any case, I've oh, gone. Sorry. Let, Andy, how were you driving when you got pulled over? Because you're in a fairly, in, I know you've got a dirty number plate, but a lot of people got a dirty number plate. I was moment. just driving. You're driving like a prat? No, not at all. Absolutely not. Okay. Right. All right. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, we've interrupted you. No, no, on, you're all back good. On you, it. Are, you are all good. But yeah, it, it chimes in quite nicely. So uh, yes, after the chat, I ordered a couple of products from Maz. And um, a massive box turned up. He's put a few other bits and pieces in there and said, you know, please like share with the team. So I, I've got some goodies to give out to you guys, Ooh, which we'll, we'll do after the recording, um, which is, yeah, in incredibly kind of Maz. So thank you for that. And, and he's very kindly wanted to get the rest of the community involved. Yeah. Um, so if you if you hit up garagetherapy.co.uk, bang in nine works as the code, you get ten percent off all products. Um, if you want to learn a thing or two about many different aspects of car care, PPF, ceramic coating, um, how to rejuvenate the black trim, and that's particularly prevalent on the water cooled cars, um, go and have a watch of that. Ex ask the expert live because there's a lot covered there. And, and Mazda said he'll happily do some more and give up some of his time. So absolutely cracking. So yeah, my my spread the love is definitely garage therapy this week all right good one good one max all right my counterpoint to that <laughs> is i've been looking to uh establish a relationship a new detailing relationship ever since my friend ryan uh stopped doing it and uh over christmas i was walking the dogs and i walked past a van in the village um and a couple of real clean looking cars so i took a picture of it looked looked it up on instagram cw car care um, and Charlie, it turns out, lives pretty close to me, and he came uh, round on Friday and did um, did a mini valet on the McCann and the and, and the Beamer, which was a state nearly as dirty <laughs> as your Beamer, because Mandy drives it to Oxford every day. Um, and he did a really fantastic job, I got to say. So the idea it's better than being, Ryan. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, a really good job. So the idea is that once a month 
uh, Charlie will come uh, and do two of the three cars. So uh, he gets the 911 next. Um, and uh, yeah, he's on Instagram, CW Car Care. Tops. Check him out. Excellent. Absolutely tops. Good, nice good. One. Yeah. Kyle, you get involved? Oof. You put me on the spot there. Come back to you if you need. No, I did think about it actually a little bit. And I think we alluded to it earlier on. It's like, I can't do what I do without the help of everybody sort of behind the scenes. And like, you know, I go to car launches and events like I was at the weekend. And there's there's a whole roster of certain faces that, that are, you know, changing tires, you know, doing all the sort of filling cars, moving them around and, you know, all the logistics, even to the people that are, you know, filling the coffee pot for us so i think it's a big shout out to all the all the support staff and all the car launches and car events that i ever go on because they're the sort of unsung heroes they help yeah. they, they, they make you know what's already a great fun day far more comfortable more enjoyable so and and, and allow it to happen ultimately so yeah big shout out to everybody who works in that sort of sphere very worthy Backing it. always humble kyle i like it i yeah. like it yeah mr b uh, well, I, I watched um, Carl's exploits today on YouTube, which was fantastic. And the next video that came up was better. No, it wasn't better. <laughs> it, I, it was it was on the same subject. Um, and it was, um, what's his name? Oh, Matt Farris, Smoking yeah, Tire. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen his um, Dakar I review. I haven't seen it, no. But it's actually really good. Yeah, I don't yeah. doubt it. Matt's a good guy. Yeah, because um, he's, I mean, I, I, he's, um, it's done in a, I don't know how to say this without being derogatory in some way. I mean, his one take series is yeah. he basically does one take because it's, it works yeah. and it gets it done. But this was done at a bit of a higher production level. Mm. Um, it obviously spent some cash putting, putting it together and it's a, a fantastic film. Was that from and the launch itself? Was it was. Yeah. So that would have been Porsche's, Porsche's own video team. Yes. So it'll be okay. similar to what I had. I mean, I, I yeah. they, 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 the very, you know, the world that we live in now that video is so important that yeah. along with photographers, they, they'll, they'll provide video crew to, to, to do, give you to some do stuff, a shoot yeah. and provide all the in-car stuff. So all this, like I say, you know, big shout out to the guys that help this yeah. thing happen. And, and it is those, those people who, you know, rock up in their T6 van full of camera kit and <laughs> yeah. all the stuff that's required. And yeah. then they just, they just get on with it. And we just, you know, jump in at the last minute yammer away and uh, that's them that make us look good so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> excellent yeah but it was a, a really good and interesting I'll, I'll video yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, worth yeah. a watch yeah. Yeah. definitely add it to the dakar list mm. well just going back again to today's topic and off off the bat of that because you've andy asked kyle if he's seen the video but the embargo lift was one minute past 11 gmt yeah. last night which is ludicrous um and then kyle and i have met for first First thing this morning, anyway. So we, there's no time. I've not seen any other reviews yeah, of the sure. Dakar other than Kyle's. Kyle's is all I need to see. It has to be said. But, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's no time. Um, Kyle, can you? Are you able to shed some light on why these silly embargo times persist? So it's it's you know midnight Central European time, eleven p.m. here, and it's not the first time that's mm. happened. I I know there's the the four p.m. stateside for West Coast, but. There is a world outside of California. Yeah, I mean, it, I think we we chatted about embargoes earlier on today. I I like an embargo because if there's not an embargo, then it's it's not a level playing field. And, yeah. and there's got to, they've got to set a time at some point. I'm never entirely sure why they are set when they are. Um, they typically do sort of roll over in the night. I don't know. I guess I guess it's so they're on people's servers for the mo- you know, or, mm. or basically like the newspaper in the morning. It's there. It'll be but. 
It is what it is. You know, I just think it is. Uh, it's a sort of weird, probably a fallback to to print publications because it used to be that you know certain publications um, would fall on a certain day. I mean, certainly it used to be that some of the embargoes would 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 break either on a Saturday night, so it would be in the Sunday papers, yeah, yeah, or on a or Wednesday or Thursday. You know, if they were really concentrating for the auto cars and auto expresses in, in the UK, mm. for example, or you know, it was typically a Wednesday night land for a Thursday morning publication, yeah, so. It is what it is, uh, but I do like it because it gives you a chance to to go away and actually spend a bit of time yeah. doing the work. Yeah. I, do. I don't mind the embargo. I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think yeah. that it, you need an embargo yeah, to give everybody a fair a fair shout. But it's the timing, and yeah. and I think this this late night embargo thing has crept in. It used to be completely understandably right. We're going to launch a new car, but actually it's at the LA Auto Show, so therefore the embargo is to reflect the time over there. And you go, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But um, for for a, for a test drive of a car done on european soil i just find it a bit bizarre that's all yeah. i quite like to see some differences i wondered if you might have a an inside line i don't on have why an inside. These... I'll, 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 i will ask be, be nice yeah. to know. i will yeah. ask yeah. who sets them i'm yeah. sure it's probably just a, you know it'll be something the office goes right well the, the, everybody will have driven the car up to this point yeah when's the earliest after that point that we can justify or, or how does it fit with what we need to do with the car in terms of market i, I don't know mm. or whether or not the configurator's live blah, 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 you know all these sort of things yeah it, I, I i i'm i'm sure there will be a reason for it i'm not entirely sure what that is yeah. apart from like i say so probably a bit of legacy from print mm. print publications where there was always a bit of a you had to have a bit of a gap between doing the, the job i mean it's it, there was a period where embargoes just weren't used and and i think we were chatting earlier on today and and that was a, a pretty terrible situation that you know you would you would literally be getting out of the car and going straight to your room typing it up and it could be on the web within an hour of you getting out of the car so an embargo is actually a good thing in that regard because it, it gives you a bit of time to actually produce good work yeah. good work yeah, rather than and, and, yeah. And, and actually yeah. spend time speaking to people in the evening and 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 actually you know you know, do it with a sort of fresh head in the morning rather than sort of try to do it straight after yeah. spending all day in a car, you know. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's a good question and I'll, I'll try and f I'll endeavour to find out great, if, you, yeah. if you invite me back. <laughs> <laughs> of course we will, of course we will. Grand. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, Kyle's take on is fully charged so we can let you get back up uh, up to your way of the world as with Max as well. Well, the fully charged. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Cool. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, it's been great fun here in this ex-bank vault Yes. At Strong Rooms? Strong Room Studios. Excellent. Check it out. Thank you very much, Hayley. Yes, much appreciated. Yeah, thanks, Hayley. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And to Kyle Fortune, thanks for joining us. Much appreciated, my man. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Likewise. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Driven Not Hidden Collective. If you would like to join the collective to get further access and rewards within the Nineworks community, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Nineworks. You can also support us by leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app.